This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation car talk. Call or text your questions now. Bad of the ball. Well, all right. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. You crazy maniacs hanging out with us on a Wednesday. We got Susie Sockets is hanging in the studio with us. What is up, Susie? Hi, Frank. How you doing, buddy, buddy? I'm doing good. But you're doing you know, good? I, you're I, not, I was, you're I not have, dressed up. I'm not. No, we're not talking. To, I'm not. I, I'm bad. I didn't do the Halloween oh. thing, man. I just didn't do it. And you listening. Uh, some of you have gotten that way. You just said, you know, I'm, I'm tired of a routine. Or some of you live into it. I went to a few places and. Boy, some people get right dog into it. Yeah, they got a little pressure. Oh. But not that kind of pressure. You know you guys enjoy the show every week because we bring you all kinds of car care goodness. And you may be under pressure. You're driving from school. You're driving to work. Perhaps you're driving to have yourself a nice little retreat somewhere. And what does that thing come on that dash, that dastardly pesky, that tire light? That tire light makes you feel like you're under pressure. Susie, have you seen the tire light in your life? Every day, Frank. No, you can't. Every. No. Not in my car, but our customers. Wait a minute. You can't. Look, you're in the business now. People are going to say, wait a minute. What is she doing? She's in the business of fixing cars and the lights on. The, the, the customers come in and they say, you know that, that little tire light that comes on? It's yeah. a problem. It, it is. It is a true problem. And so, you know, that's a tire pressure monitoring system light. Sensor or system? System, sensor. It it's just, a S. It's annoying because what happens, many of you can relate. I see the light. All right, I know it's a tire light. I went to the owner's manual. It said that's what that thing does. You proud because you put air in the tire and you drive a little bit. And it doesn't go off. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute. The light should have. This is the problem in life. I, I do believe. If you are just catching this Wrench Nation show, I will equate the tire light to things in life. Because when you open the door, the door should open. There's no thinking about it. And many of you classic individuals, my old timers that hang out with us every week, you're about had enough of it because you used to walk around with a little gauge in your pocket and be able to do it. (laughs) Now you got a computer that's telling you you're wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. So welcome to the show. Every Wednesday, if you're catching this on the podcast, you guys are rock stars. You know we upload every Sunday. As well as our family over at KFNX, Saturday morning at 8 o'clock, you guys rock. Your car care, 480-655-8870, which just means you have a noise. You have a clunk. You got a check engine light. Or in this case, we're dedicating a whole show to that dastardly, evil-looking tire light. We got special guest Sheila Stevens with ATEQ TPMS Tools. Uh, she works inside some of the most premier tools out there that uh, most automotive technicians, uh, you're saying, well, all this fancy, how do they get the light off? ATEQ uh, Tools, they are uh, leading uh, tool technology. They work on all of that equipment uh, that gets those lights off. And, of course, we got uh, Jeff Buckley. Big claps for Jeff Buckley. He's going to be on in a little bit. Jeff Buckley, ASE Master Certified Technician uh, out of Midlothian, Texas. Uh, they're both at Apex SEMA. I'm going to ask you, Susie, what does Apex stand for? We're not there, to, We're not there, Frank. They're there, but we're not there. 
I know, but do you know what APEX stands for? Isn't it the equipment? The it was uh, equi- huh? It's not a credit agency. Nope. No, it's uh, equipment, uh, industrial uh, equipment um, trade show. All right, Susie, did are I you win? Ready? The acronym for that you did not win. I did not win. Now, if you're listening, you're saying, "All right, get on, get all you guys, get all industry." But no, it's a real deal. This is the largest show in the world, people. And most of you listening, all my gearhead familia out there, SEMA's the big daddy. Everybody is at SEMA, except us. Us. No, we're not there. <laughs> well, because we have a radio show to do. Oh, we're super duper special. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying next year, and I'm working on this, so if you're catching us, we're, we're going to be at the SEMA deal. But Apex is the Automotive Aftermarket Parts Expo. That's the acronym. Now that's what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got a caller on the line? Yeah, so we've got Jason on the line. He has a question about tire pressure. All right, bring it on. Jason, welcome to the show, Wrench Nation. What's happening, buddy? Hey, I, I, my tire pressure monitor light goes on all the time. I put air in, it goes off. I, I don't really believe it because sometimes it goes off. And I love it. it I on. mean, I love it, Jason. You're just like... I'm going to hashtag fake tire news. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, it, how do you, who do you know who to believe? I go to the tire pressure tire store and they're like, you need four new tires. Your monitors are bad. You need to get four new monitors. Well, so that's, yeah. I mean, tires may be extreme, but the fact is this, and we're going to dive in more. We've got Sheila Stevens with ATEQ. Oh, um, but dig this, Jason. The fact is, it was designed to inform us, and we get frustrated the fact is, you may have a sensor, they're battery operated, it's on its way out. Do you have 100,000 miles plus on this vehicle? No, not no. at all. Oh, what's the mileage? Oh, wait, uh, 108. 108. All right, right well, now. to sneak peek a little bit of this, most of those sensors really live about 10 years, just so you know. Is um, it the tire or is it the car? Well, if, if it's deemed that you don't have a bona fide issue with pressure, in other words, you're not leaking, and we're getting a false flag, that hashtag fakery, <laughs> then you probably got a sensor. But you stay tuned because we're going to bring in uh, Sheila Stevens uh, from 8 right. Tech as Thanks. well as. Thanks, thank Frank. you. Rock on, brother. All right. So there you have it. I mean, that's a sentiment. Jason brings a sentiment for a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, that, like, they come in our garage and they're like, oh, yeah, you said that light was supposed to go off. Yep. Um, so we're going to dive into that. And of course, your questions for you, 655. 8870. You know, in the world of news, we like to cover some news for you. We've got some car tips. Uh, pretty interesting. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, lots of news about SEMA, uh, and, and we won't cover that because we have some special guests that are going to be uh, chiming in here in a minute, give us an idea. But uh, most of you enjoy your pizza. Until it is delivered very, very cold. You can't have cold pizza. Cold pizza is I mean, maybe day, the day later. Like, the, yeah. after, yeah. like some of you go out and yeah. you hit the nightclub or whatever bar and you, you get up in the morning, you read a recipe on YouTube or, or saw a video uh, to kill a hangover, eat cold, <laughs> eat pizza. cold pizza. But the fact is uh, Pizza Hut is collaborating with Toyota right now. They've got an on-truck mounted Everything's autonomous. Everything is. They've got an autonomous oven happening. And on this uh, hydrogen-powered Toyota Tundra, Big Daddy truck, they're calling this the Pi Pro. 
the Pi Pro. Now, if you order, I think this is in the works. They've just announced it. You probably will have a Pi Pro app from Pizza Hut coming. But this Toyota Tundra, with their automated, automated robotic pizza, oven-mounted truck, well, you will have your pizza in this truck, this Toyota Tundra. And it's going to deliver it to me? It's it going to cook it on the truck and deliver it to me, Frank? According to Pizza Hut's chief customer operations officer in the U.S., he said, we are pretty obsessed with improving customer experience. That is crazy. <laughs> when is that supposed to launch? Well, we had microwaves 30 years ago. Well, this is true. We wanted everything quick. That's right. Well, they say it's coming out soon, but it is a direct answer to uh, Domino's. Domino's has got, Domino teamed up with Ford, uh, Postmates, and all kinds of stuff. So I think they're chasing Domino. I'm just saying. Right. But autonomous. Everything's autonomous. Uh, shower will be turned on automatically. It will shut off. <laughs> Susie, what is happening in your world of the car goodness? Oh, my gosh. You know what, Frank? Do you know anybody who, who's expecting a baby? Uh, I'm not in that age. You're bracket. not in that age. You in don't fact, have any friends. I, I have old enough kids in my household. I it's important that I do not expect it's, it's, it. That's me too, huh? <laughs> well, if you're expecting or know anyone, you got to hear this, Frank. All right. So Mercedes is launching a fancy high-end baby stroller. Oh, they're actually so is that crazy? Well, they've had. I mean, Bentley, Mercedes. Frank, but this is a German company called Harden in collaboration Harden. with Harden. 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 H A R T A. Those Germans. The Germans always got to be different. They co- are collaborating with the automaker's design. Now, it's called the Avant Garde. Oh, come on, man. A baby stroller with a Mercedes emblem? I how, kid how you not. I just want to ask the question how much? I'm not going to tell you how much, but right. it replicates the five twin spoke design of AMG wheels. <laughs> finished in black and white. All right, some of you at the mall, you ain't good enough. You don't have AMG wheels. Yeah, and you know what? You'll find these same wheels on the C-Class series of Mercedes. But check this out, Frank. All right. Air chamber tires with adjustable suspension. That's got a TPMS. For- Some kids be <laughs> rattling TPMS. Now, I could see that little three-year-old say, Dad, Mama, TPMS. Yep, yep. <laughs> Telescopic handlebar. What do we come to, man? We, we, I Parking brake. I mean, Kardashian. Uh, our friends Kim and, and uh, Kanye. Yeah, it's you're crazy. listening. I know. Do you guys have this uh, Mercedes stroller? Do you? I mean, Does if anybody you're listening, call us. Well, they actually go on sale next month. All right, where, how much is this ridiculous? Well, you know what? They never released a price. I'm just wondering if it comes with a 48 month or 50 thousand mile warranty. Well, I don't know. <laughs> with a kid in it, you better have something puking and all that. But I don't know. It's ridiculous. All right, real quick, some car care tips. We try to. We don't come here scripted with stuff other than what's happened in our garage. And we like to believe that we're rock stars serving the community, and for the most part, without tooting our horn. We are. We are. However, we make mistakes, we own them, and so here is our latest. And who's the gentleman we're going to shout out? Daryl Spencer. All right, Daryl Spencer, if you're listening, Daryl Spencer had the uh, delightful occasion with our shop there, Desert Car Care Chandler, and he went rounds. It was a UFC fight. For about <laughs> 80 rounds with his Toyota, his 2000 Toyota Avalon. Needed to get it through emissions. Many of you listening, you wrenches, you technicians can relate. One of the most uh, difficult things is the evaporative emissions, which is mm-hmm. basically fuel vapor. We're, we don't want that in the air. Long story short, we fixed it. Check engine lights off. Everything's thumbs up. However, the evil readiness monitors Aye. they wouldn't ready themselves they weren't ready now you're listening you're saying well what is that well the readiness monitors you know i i would equate that to the class 
room hall monitor. You know, remember in, in school? In what way? Well, you wanted to go to the bathroom. And, yep, and, and you they, weren't allowed to. And, you, and they said, no, you can't yeah. go. Like you weren't ready or they didn't want you to go. Right. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm just going too far out here, but readiness monitors are essentially what the computer seriously will look at and say, are you ready and functioning as designed so you're not emitting pollutions? Readiness monitors. Many of you can relate. You've got your check engine light, Rockstar, local garage, fixed it and said, well, mosey on down the road, drive it for 5.2 miles and then take it through emissions. <laughs> the That's drive cool. cycle. Daryl's listening. That's kind of what we said. Yep. <laughs> Frank, I can't believe how long you drove that car. All though. right. So here's the tip. You're listening. You're saying, all right, enough of this. I'm going to give you a tip. If you own a older Toyota, perhaps you've done your own work or you did take it to a garage or you own a garage, there is uh, different procedures for different vehicles. Uh, the intake air temperature sensor, which measures temperature, intake air, just air, needs to be within a certain threshold of the ECT. That's that electronic control temp sensor. They have to look at each other within a certain temperature. Upon cold start, if the IAT intake air temp sensor is below 50 degrees, you must then further drive 35 to 45 miles an hour exactly for seven minutes. If it is higher than 50 degrees, then you must drive it for 16 minutes, 35 to 45 miles an hour, and then thereafter exactly 16 minutes, drive it between 50 and 60 miles an hour. OMG. I feel like I just got ASE certified. This is why we tell you, man, be, you got to hug a mechanic. We, we going through some <laughs> stuff, man. Uh, you guys stay tuned. We're diving into some tire tips. That TPMS, what is it? That tire light. Stay tuned next. We got special guests on Wrench Nation. Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software Provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Well, walk on. Thanks for hanging with us, Ranch Nation, every Wednesday, 4 p.m. And then I invite you, you know, sometimes you kind of fade in and fade out. Maybe you got busy, missed parts of the show. Head on over to the uh, Ranch Nation podcast. The show entirety at your leisure whenever you like every Sunday. Uh, we've had some pretty cool guests, uh, Brother JD from Wrench Wars. Uh, we've had Eric the Car Guy on. We've had Indy 500 uh, history stepping back with Tony Barraz. Uh, so we do uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with us at the podcast. One of the things that, uh, you know, cars can be a pain. It's bad enough that we only, I think we only use them like 8% of the time. So when we get in them, we want them working. Of course, and we don't and want any lights on. We don't want any funny business from mm. the mechanic. Like, it, I'm paying you to fix it. I don't want it to come back. And, well, I'm not sure why that tire light is still on. So uh, to help us navigate this whole tire pressure monitoring uh, system and this tire light, uh, let's uh, invite, we've got, let's start off with uh, Ms. Sheila Stevens at ATEQ. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Sheila, I just got to ask you right out of the gate because I always feel bad. It's A-T-E-Q or is it A-Tech? It's actually pronounced A-Tech. A-Tech. My apologies. So we want to get all of that. No problem. Well, rock on. You're, you're coming out uh, from SEMA, uh, one of the largest, uh, if not the largest, industry show. Uh, and you guys have a booth down there. Tell us real quick before we dive into some of the TPMS warning light and some of the tips, what do you do with A-Tech? ATAC and what is ATAC? Um, so ATAC is a tire pressure monitoring system company. Um, actually, ATAC started out uh, with leak testing 
um, aviation battery testing. And then uh, once the TRED Act became um, a law, that's when ATEC stepped in into TPMS. Um, we were already in the OEs, and so um, testing, leak testing valves. So that's kind of where we stepped in. Gotcha. And, um, but yeah. let me interject because we got a lot of folks listen. They're average drivers, and, and really that tire light comes on. You make mm-hmm. the tool, the premier tool, that technicians are using in the bays to communicate with this, correct? That's correct, yes. We don't make sensors, but we do make the tools that work with the sensors. All right, so most people don't realize... Um, in fact, Jason had called in earlier, Sheila, and she's like, well, you know, I just learned to just annoy. That that light's annoying. I'm, gonna just, I'm not going to deal with it because I know tire pressure is good. But I'll have you know, uh, currently, nationally, $510 million in fuel excess from low tire pressure. Uh, we're talking about when the tire pressure is set properly, the likelihood of you getting into a serious vehicle accident we're talking 56%. So that tire light is important, Sheila. It's very important. Um, and that's um, thanks to the Firestone recall that happened in the late 1990s. That's when we realized how important that um, tire pressure monitoring is. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, a lot of us thought, you know, I'll check my tires, but life happens and we don't. And specifically, many of you listening can remember Firestone had a massive situation, rollovers, tires, defects. And, and uh, so from that, in 2007-ish, it was mandated by federal government to essentially say, hey, we, we need to put systems that will alarm because, uh, I mean, most people feel it's an alarm. Yeah, and that was all from low pressure? Well, uh, dive into that a little bit, Sheila. Uh, kind of jog our memory with Firestone. Was it defect in tire pressure or tire itself? It was actually, um, so the Firestone recall, it happened in the late 1990s, um, so it was linked to about 100 deaths from rollovers, and that was following the uh, tire tread separation. Tire tread, yeah, yeah. And decided to legislate uh, tread act, and they had several different phases of that, um, but that overall... Um, the reason why they were ha- the tread separation was happening, and if uh, and so your um, tire would start to deflate a little bit, and if they had those um, sensors in their tire, then they would have been aware of that and um, definitely would have been able to get it checked out. Yeah, that was like uh, fourteen and a half million tires. Uh, that was a big deal. So it makes sense. This is just an added bell and whistle for our safety. Let me ask you um, the. The big sentiment from many listening right now is that they did check tire pressure, old school. They got the gauge. Yep. They know that the air is proper. They checked the driver's side doors, kind of where you can find the specifications, not on the tire. And then the light still comes on. Talk to us about these sensors. What is a common factor for one of these sensors to go bad? So there's two things that happen here, and actually I we get this call quite a bit. Um, it's very common, um, especially in northern states. You're going to lose about one PSI um, for every ambient temperature that either goes up or down. So your light is going to go off if you are, and, I, and we are based out of Michigan, so um, I, and I live in Michigan, and, and the temperatures kind of go up and down quite a bit, and so your light will turn on, and you just need to fill up your tire. Um, there's two different 
reasons, though, that the light will um, either flash um, or solid. So if it's solid, that you just need to fill up your tire and be on your way. Um, but if it's flashing for about 60 to 90 seconds and it stays illuminated, that does mean that your sensor is going bad. And so the batteries, like you had mentioned earlier, last, um, we've seen everywhere from 5 to 10 years. And um, if the battery goes, you have to replace that sensor. Yeah, it makes sense. We see a lot of that in the garage and mm-hmm. in most garages across the country, all over the world for that matter. Uh, the big sentiment is out of the summer, uh, you know, we see the, my, my light went on because now the tire pressure is lower in the heat. Mm-hmm. It expands and that explains that. Uh, do we have Jeff Buckley? Are we able to bring, I want to bring uh, Sheila standby. I want to bring, uh, we got ASC master technician Jeff Buckley hanging with us, Wrench Nation, from the Apex SEMA floor. What is up, Papa? Howdy, folks. I love it. Hi. Where's my music? Where's my Texas music? Oh, where's the Texas music? And so you know, uh, this is the legendary Jeff Buckley hung out, did some campaigning with uh, Mr. Mike Rowe. We appreciate you. And more importantly, you run an amazing, incredible operation. You've got a garage out of Midlothian, Texas. You have seen your fair share of these tire lights. This is frustrating for people. Yes, Yes, and, and uh, you say I hang with my grow. Well, now I hang with Sheila Stevens. <laughs> yeah, well, let's get a clap on right there. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we were out here uh, yesterday and, and at the booth, and, and you know, as she says, that you get the tire light comes on, and, and it depends on, you know, the part of the country, like they're up, up north, and so, you know, the cold affects it. And, and for every 10 degrees, you know, so if it's uh, 50 degrees in the day, and then it, it drops to... 30 degrees at night, you know, you're going to get that, that change. And in, in, in Arizona and Texas, you know, you guys have the, the, the warm days and then you have the desert uh, cold. And yeah, my boat, Texas. I'm still boating on the lake, man. I'm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still warm. And then, you know, in Texas, we might have an 80 degree day and then we might have a 40 degree night. So you yeah. drop four, four, four. All right, well, let's, uh, Jeff, let's but, dive right into it. A lot of folks will go to their local garage or dealership, and, you know, it's, it's somewhat of the whole process is a mystery. They sit in a room, here's this big wall, the car comes back like it's coming out of the oven, ready to go. Could you explain what it is that you are doing when you're actually checking these sensors? How do you check it? Well, you know, and, break it it's not a big mystery and a lot of times you know we'll just do it out front right there or we'll uh you know grab the tool because this is a portable tool and you know let the customer see what we're doing you know you have several different deals that you that you do is um when you initially take the 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 machine you'll go around and ask it to read all the sensors to see what pressure that that the sensors are reading and then, you know, you'll like you say, you open the door and look right there and see what the pressure should be. Now, wait a minute. And Some cars will give pressures uh, on the dash. Is that, but you're, you're checking it manually, correct? Well, you're checking it with the machine and asking the sensor, what are you reading? Gotcha. And so when you say you're looking at the, at the dash, sometimes you'll have one that says it's reading zero. And sometimes you'll have ones that don't match what, you know, the, the sensor is reading. Or when you, uh, then you, then you uh, put your tire gauge on there and you say, okay, how much air is in there? If there's a discrepancy, then, you know, we have, we have a, um, 
a sensor fault and the light is still going to be solid color. It's not going to be blinking because it's actually still reading a pressure. It just may not be putting out uh, the, the proper reading for that pressure. You know, you'll have ones that are reading zero and, and the sensor, the, the computers in the, in the vehicle think the sensor is still working. They just think that that tire is flat. In reality, that sensor, you know, has a problem. Uh, when Sheila describes that the, the light will be blinking, that's when the computer in your vehicle is saying, I'm not getting a reading. If it's, if it's sending a reading of zero, it's still sending a reading. But if it's um, not sending a single, then that's when, you know, your, your light blinks. So it's no big mystery that you just have to have the proper tool and equipment to read it. And then a lot of uh, places are still using, you know, the air gauge you put on and it shoots out. And, and you actually, because of these are sophisticated devices, you actually have to have a digital air gauge that will actually read the digital pressure. Because if you start off with a couple degrees difference, and then you have a temperature change, or you drive down the road and your tires get uh, get hot. Then, you know, it, when it gets to a a ten percent variance, then it'll it'll trigger the light. So it's it's not a big mystery. You know, the 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 big concern is that you go to a a shop that has the proper tools and technology to to handle it yeah we talk about that all the time uh if you're just joining in we got sheila stevens with uh a tech and of course uh, jeff buckley sheila i have a question for you many are listening right now uh they have i don't know they have eighty thousand miles on their vehicle and they're getting ready to change the tires you got it now at that <laughs> mileage do you recommend being proactive and replacing it could you talk to us about what preventative maintenance uh if we can about those uh tpms sensors uh, sensors if someone is changing their tires sure yeah so sheila we're losing you i'm sorry sheila we're losing you jeff are you there yeah basically you know you you kind of have have two different deals and uh, the tire industry association which you know puts out the, the the standards on it, you know, recommends that a lot of these sensors have a replaceable, and we'll call it an O-ring, it's a seal right there <coughs> that, that mounts on the rim itself, and they'll actually, it's called a service kit, so that outer part is replaceable, and they actually, you know, recommend replacing those when you do your tires. If you come back and you say, okay, should I just put new sensors in when I, you know, replace my tires? Some people might, you know, take 10 years to, to put 50,000 miles on the car, and some people might put 40,000 in, in two years. And so when, when, in reality, the lifespan of those batteries, we're seeing kind of, you know, they'll, they'll go four to six years. So if it's been six years, and you're doing the tires, the tires have to be dismounted in order to replace that sensor. So at that time, you would actually be saving yourself some additional yeah, that's what Yeah, that's what we're saying. I mean, in all reality, Jeff, um, perhaps not. Like Jason called in, his, Susie, he said his, his Toyota had 40,000 miles, maybe not at 40,000. No. Um, you know, but certainly if, if it was 40,000 and he had 15 years on the vehicle... <laughs> 
Then those tires are already out of date. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, the all right. Fan of a tire is, is yeah. You, know, you really don't want to go. Past no. 10 Listen. Years. Stay tuned with us. We're going to bring you back next segment. We're also going to bring back uh, Sheila Stevens, uh, ATAC, uh, calling us. Uh, we're so honored and grateful that you guys could call us from the SEMA floor. Uh, how would you like to know? The Car Care Council says that seventy percent of the vehicles on American highways are being driven. With one or more low tires right now. If you're listening, you got a tire problem more than likely. More tips next. Ranch Nation. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores. Nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients. And they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores. Amazing service. Knowledgeable counter folks. A complete line of original equipment. Parts that our customers deserve if you're an installer get on to partsauthority.com check locations nationally near you partsauthority.com well rock on welcome back to wrench nation we're talking about that pesky tire light many of you are driving around with that maybe you've attempted to put some uh, air in the tire and the light just doesn't seem to go away we've got sheila stevens uh with atec welcome back to the show sheila Thank you. Very good. We did have Jeff Buckley on. Uh, we thought we had some some concerns with the phones. Uh, grateful. Uh, tell us a little before we dive into this flashing light, as well as a sensor that may need to be replaced. Give us the vibe. What's what is happening down at the SEMA floor? What's your experience there? It's been so busy this year. We're I'm bored. Um, I've been walking around a little bit. Um, I've been mostly at our booth and just kind of you know, observing the audience, and people are just so happy to be here and so excited, and today's Halloween, so we've seen a lot of people with Halloween costumes and just lots of goofy things going on, so, um, and I was at Apex earlier also, and it was very busy there, very, very full. And yeah, that's so what I understand, so Apex has done amazing. Uh, now, listen, we can't, we can't talk TPMS, tires, hot rods, cars, uh, you know, soccer mom vehicles, you guys gave away a vehicle. Is this, I mean, or you have a vehicle that you're giving? What are you guys doing with the vehicle stuff? Okay, so we have three vehicles at, um, at SEMA this year, um, and we're not giving away a vehicle. I, I wish we were because I think we'd have a lot of people in our booth, but uh, <laughs> we're actually giving away toolkits, and we've partnered with our distributors and sensor partners and given away a toolkit to the winner. They're playing a game with um, the 1966 JAG, that we have at our booth, and whoever wins the game um, wins a toolkit, but then they also get to donate a toolkit to the school of their choice. And that's why um, I like, I, I really was fond uh, with ATEC, and of course, uh, you know, we met some, some weeks ago preparing here for the show. When you can have a manufacturer, a distributor, a supplier, a partner, that doesn't forget about youth education. Youth, yeah. I mean, really, that's the premise of the show. It's why we do it at EVIT. Um, that's incredible. The spirit and culture. Look, we can make stuff that fixes stuff, but if there's no culture behind it. So kudos to you for doing that and your whole team of uh, ATEC uh, Familia. Um, this flashing light, uh, you've seen that. Uh, many of you driving have seen it as well, and it's pesky. You said that that is, that it's, it's Cyanar, that TPMS sensor in the tire needs to be replaced. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. And um, like you had mentioned with the miles, that's, um, and I got cut off um, for a minute there. Um, so it's about, 
eighty to a hundred thousand miles, or you know, the span of five to ten years that they they last, and which is quite a long time. But you know, eventually, um, they the battery will die on them. And so they're battery operated. I think we need to establish a lot of folks are saying, like, how, do, how does it all work? And essentially, it's a sensor with its own battery, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And, it's, and when your car is not in um, moving, it's, it's not work. You know, it's not the battery isn't doing anything. So um, what's important to know is it uses very little battery power. So that's why they last for such a long time. But eventually they you know, the sensor does need to be replaced. Yeah, I was saying battery, 8 to 10 years, Susie. Gosh, no, that's I actually interesting because when I actually went to a tire shop about my TPMS. That's before you were. Before with, I was working for, with you, the, the, Frank. Okay. But they would tell me, they told me that those batteries go out so fast. and You think they were trying to sell you something? I know they were. You felt that? I'm hurt. I'd have to agree. But now listening, I mean, you're armed up to understand the basics. Uh, and hey, if you're if you're that individual that wants to tackle it, you can. Tell me more about the ATEC. Is it the VT56 tool that helps the technician? What other features, which ultimately helps the consumer, from the very thing that Susie just said, like she felt like somebody was trying to sell her something. What does the ATEC tool do to arm the consumer at the end of the day? Well, first and foremost, before... uh you know, before you check and say, I recommend you um, go ahead and replace all of your sensors, they die quickly. Well, you need to diagnose what's really going you on. You got to take the x ray. We say that all the time on the show. Folks are just guessing. You can't do that. Absolutely not. No. So you do need a tool, and we, and we have several different tools that, that can diagnose the actual sensor. And if it's in working order, then that's great. Um, but one thing that we do recommend, if you have one that dies in your car, is a little older, that's when it's okay to, I, I feel it's okay for the technician to say, you know, one of them's going to die. All of them are probably going to die soon. And and if you replace them all that at that time, um, you're not going to have to go back for more and pay for more servicing and um, keep going back. Oh, the, okay, well, now this sensor's out. Oh, now this sensor's out. Most likely they die around the same time. Yeah. So we do suggest, you know, if it's a little bit older, one is going, you probably should replace them. Well, I mean, that's so, the whole thing. We, we pre, you know. I we preach word, that all the time. I, pre, I, hate, yeah, I, don't, preach like, I don't like preach. We but recommend it, Frank. We I, I think we the suggest. idea most folks can respect that, you know, if I'm one step ahead of my wallet and I'm preventative and I'm not. Look, some folks couldn't care less. Hey, when it breaks, I'll deal with it. But to stay preventative. Safe bet is 80 to 100K, 8 to 10 years. You, you know, if you're in that mode of getting tires, um, you know, it's time to you know, get, get the TPMSs. Now, another thing that happens, Sheila, is someone will take their car in for an oil service and, hey, can you rotate my tires? And somehow, some way, there's a new problem introduced where they're leaving with a tire light. What's happening when these tires are being rotated in some occasions to, to trigger that? So the, this is a very good question. So a lot of times if uh, you're, a technician is rotating the tires, and let's say that um, they don't perform a relearn with a TPMS tool, which is basically just telling the vehicle, hey, 
Uh, this sensor is located here now, and this lo- sensor is located in a different spot over here. It has and a signature. Yeah, you're. Oh, you're when they go to this Sheila, if you, Sheila, if you, you are a rock star. If you could see mine and Frank's eyes, they are lit well, up. Well, I'm lit for people listening yeah. because I know a lot of you listening right now. You did your own tire rotation, and it's frustrating because guess what? It was your spouse's vehicle. Your spouse said, "Hey, you messed with my car this weekend over a couple beers, and now I got a problem." So it's a relearn. It's well, there's a relearn, but there there's a footprint: left mm-hmm. front, left rear, right front, right rear. Man, Sheila, that would that's awesome. That's powerful. I, and a lot of you listening that already know this, forgive me, but I speak to those of you that don't. Sheila, that uh, that happens often, and folks get that it's, wrong. It is. It's very, very common. So they will be very fresh. The customer is going to be very frustrated. They go to check their left front tire, and it but it says that that placard um, pressure. So why is my light going off? And you know, and they're very frustrated. Well, that's because, you know, most likely that check your other tires. The technician maybe did not perform that relearn, and maybe they didn't know that they had to do that. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. All right, we got a lot of technicians across the country that listen to this show. Where can they find ATEC and these uh, awesome tools at? So if you go to our website at atech-tpms.com, there's a where to buy section. All of our distributors are listed there. And we also recommend Myers Tire Supply um, and the Wheel Group if you need um, any TPMS tools. And the My- Myers Tire Supply actually supplies the BT56 with Very the good. OPD module. Very good. We're actually going to get that up on our Facebook. Uh, big shout outs. Sheila Stevens, thank you so much. We'll have you back on soon. Grateful. You're chock full of goodness. Yeah, good information. Good information. Sheila. Thank you. Give me applause Thank right you there. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Rock on. Stay tuned, Wrench Nation. Next, what can you find inside of a tire that could surprise you? I've got some of that. Interesting details from the shop. Ugh. I want to give you guys some announcement here. This Saturday, uh, here at the Evit campus, East Valley Institute of Technology. Uh, Susie and I have been working with the team at the garage. We're donating a van. Your opportunity to get in on this van giveaway. This is an awesome ride, Susie. Can we can we say it's a 2006 Dodge Caravan? Thank you, because I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we, we participate every year. It's going to be a great, great event. Uh, paying tribute to what, uh, what should never happen, and it's uh, suicides amongst our veteran community. 22 too many. 22 too many. I think it's now like 21. Uh, big shout out for Emily Aiden, who here from the station has pioneered and really spirited this and the whole family here. It is going to be a great time. So you guys come out. You'll have an opportunity to win a van. One more announcement. If you are a youngster uh, looking for work, uh, perhaps you've got a few years as an automotive technician or you're getting ready to graduate Mesa Community College, uh, they will be holding a job fair November 16th. Uh, there will be, through the Automotive Service Association and others, there are shop owners there. I'm going out. I want to I support. I mean, I'm not directly hiring now, but there's a job fair, November 16th, Mesa, from uh, Mesa Community College from 9 to 12 p.m. I'll try to post that up as well on Ranch Nation Facebook. A little business there. Yeah, that's going to be good. Can, yeah. we, can we mention November 10th at all, Frank? I don't want to. People, we just loaded them up. We I got know, a lot of events, but we, I don't want We'll do that. You want to do it next week? week? Well, we mentioned... We got Greg Buckley. Greg Buckley. Greg Buckley, where are you at, brother? November 10th.
What's going on, guys? Welcome to the show, Hi, Greg. What is happening? Hey, now? Susie. How you doing, Pumpkin? I'm, I'm doing fine. We just got to finish up dishing out all the Halloween candy. The little oh, you already oh. right. you 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 uh, got we had through. some really good ones coming through here. Well, good we for did, you, brother. One was even dressed as a TPMS monitor sensor. <laughs> <laughs> I bet and you that was tiresome. Hey, Buckley, did you? You missed it. Susie Saka said, I bet you that was tiresome. <laughs> <laughs> I did, too. That yeah. was good. That yeah, was so, good. Yeah, you know, so. we talked about the TPMS. I think I think we gave a lot of tips. But one of the things I wanted to share, and I thought this would be a little fun. You know, it's a little behind the scenes. What can a mechanic find in his career when he's actually busting, as we call it in the industry? In other words, when we're taking that tire off, what surprises can we find inside the tire? Now, many of you are saying, well, that's impossible. It's sealed. I'll break it down to more reality. You just bought a used car and bring it in. Have no clue of the history. Greg, you run into some surprises when you crack oh, open I gotta the tire? This. Well, you know, some of the things, we see some crazy stuff. Um, you know, we've had, uh, well, giant, giant, actually pretty big size spikes that have been in the tire now sometimes they penetrate through along with a pair of pliers what? uh when you get tire injuries but one of the strangest thing i think was uh a hairbrush and uh inside I a tire had, inside a tire i had <laughs> how'd you write up that ticket a technician ins- <laughs> a technician inspected hair accessories hairbrush hair we can't imagine how it got in there and uh, you know uh, it gets, as it rotates around, you know, it's plastic. It's going to get buffed down a little bit. But there it was. Bristles intact. And uh, it was, we were just going to like, how the heck did they get it? We, we can't imagine how, but somebody who was putting that tire on at, you know, whether, I, and I think. You think somebody was car, playing with somebody. Somebody had and, and Nobody just somebody, randomly says, you know, I mean, that was intent. That, that's that's, a, that's weird. That's but weird. You know what? It had to be what? intent. But Greg. Greg, <laughs> would would you say that when you found the brush in the tire, it was a hairy situation? It was a hairy situation, right? Uh, Susie, you're Wait a fire. minute. She's Susie Comical Sockets up in here. Uh, you're crazy, girl. Uh, hairy Sockets. Oh, my God. Hey, so, Greg, yeah, that was that was malice. And, and I got to, on a serious note, before I share my story, uh, we have a few minutes, uh, of course, with Greg Buckley, Buckley's Auto Care. Um, I want you to know that if you are stranded and your tire is like low, it's got a leak and you're on your way, you know, whether you're driving from Jersey to the Jersey shore, whether you're in the desert here running over to California, San Diego, and that tire runs low and you stop somewhere and get stop leak, which is basically a dippity do on steroids. I mean, it's goopity goop Mm -hmm. designed to seal it up, get you in an emergency fashion to the next stop. Please people tell your mechanic, don't forget that information Greg, it's not often, but it can happen. That stuff is yes. explosive. Tell us about yes, that. Yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, that there's a chemical reaction. That's how it seals things up. But it is a flammable substance, and it, it if you don't tell your technician and they don't see any signs, now, a lot of us are trained to see signs. We'll look at the valve stem and the core to see if there's any residue. We'll, we'll kind of get a hint, but you should tell tell us uh, because we don't want to puncture the tire. We don't want to put pressure on the tire when we're breaking it down. If we, like, would nick a rim, 
uh, we could create just a small spark. It's just it doesn't happen. You know, and it's, boom, it's that's a roadside bomb up in boom. Buckley's Auto Care. We don't need that. No. Now, it's no, combustible no, no, in the can no. as well, too, right? Because I'm just thinking about aerosols. Well, all aerosols, yeah. yeah. Aerosols, right? Yeah. So yeah. some people will yeah, keep them exactly. in their trunk just yeah, in case. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a good good point. Susie Sockets, yeah, you, you, you just watch, all over it. Really I'm on fire. You really watch all that stuff. You know, all right, great. Who you are. <laughs> i gotta share. I got to share a story with the people because I, I was a young technician. I was really... Surprised, didn't know what to do. I don't think it's ever happened to anyone else. Maybe not. Maybe. Uh, guy comes in with four tires. He rolls them in. Hey, can you just bust these tires down and put these other new tires on? We're like, sure, we can do that. Swap a swap. Old stuff for new stuff. Easy peasy. When we busted those tires down, do you want to know what we found inside? I'll give you a hint. We are on the southern border of Mexico. No. Hello, people. Bales. Bales of marijuana. Oh my oh god. What 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 do you what do you say to something? What I, I said, supervisor, where are you at? Because that's your job. Gosh, I'm not- <laughs> dang it, that's scary. Yeah, it is. Greg Buckley, Buckley's Auto Care, as always, every week. Thanks for hanging. Uh, but Greg, we're oh, still yeah, waiting. We want you to do shop soup, bring the industry together, brother. Oh, we're getting there. We're All getting right. there. I can't wait to get that going, man. Rock we're on. Gonna, Thanks yeah, for hanging. You got it, guys. We appreciate it. Greg Buckley, always right. love having him on. I love you, Greg. Yeah, so, uh, so you know, next week uh, we're going to pay tribute, people. I want you to hang with us. Always grateful. Uh, next week we're going to dive in a special edition a veterans edition. We've got a World War II mechanic. Yes, I'm not do. joking with you. I'm privileged. We really work hard to bring you interesting stories. Maybe learn it a little bit. Maybe you made fun of us. Whatever it is, World War II veteran, military, Navy veterans edition next week on Wrench Nation. So you join us. As I tell you people every week, man, be safe. Hug each other. And never forget to hug a mechanic. <laughs>